0: You are listening to You've Got 5 Options show,
1: where every week Marta and Anna abandon their five children, two partners, one cut to make a show especially for you. An artist, a challenge, a bullshit, a wisdom
0: and a surprise. Tune in and feel the magic of five. Hello everyone. Also Anna, hello there.
1: This is Marta. Uh, this is Anna and I I uh, am Martha. And this is you've got five options show. I am extremely sorry that I am texting while our intro is on but as you know guys I am a mother of two children and now I got a message from a mom uh, of my daughter. Jesus I am the mom of my daughter. It's because <laughs> <laughs> It's because okay. our our uh, our video technician just came in and I got so confused. Okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, I got an email from a mother of a friend of my daughter from the same class asking if I know at what time school is ending because she's worried that her daughter didn't took a phone and stuff. So as being a good mom to other good mom, I'm trying to calm her down and tell her at what time the school is ending. Plus, last Friday, I actually did something, uh, I forgot when my daughter is supposed to come home normally because normally I'm here on Fridays, so when I come home, uh, she's already there, and I forgot about it, and, okay, this will be like a soap opera, do you want to hear it? Just finish, you have already started. Yes, okay, (laughs) so... I was home with my mom. My mom came to visit, right? And uh, we are with a little baby home. Yes, Marta. I just wanted to say greetings to the very little mom of Anna. Yes, she's actually quite short person. Not like a short person with a short person disorder or something. She's just short. (laughs) So I'm home with my mom and with my little baby daughter. My mom, of course, like always wanted me to go to shop to buy the world for her. I think it was this time potatoes. And I am at the shop and my ex-husband is calling me. And I was like, "Eh, I will not pick it up. (sighs) Okay, too much information. Well, finally, I picked up and I was already at my home. And he's like, Anna, where is Alexandra, our daughter? I was like, well, she should be home. I'm just here. So I will tell her that you are calling. And he's like, I'm at your home. And this is actually quite horror story because my mom and my ex-husband are not the biggest fans of themselves. So I'm like, okay, so now at home I have my ex-husband and my mother alone. So I was expecting a bloodbath, but they were actually very nice and civilized and they were talking. And uh, my ex-husband was like, where is Alexandra? I came to take her for burgers or something. And I was like, I don't know. Where is Alexandra? And then we all started to panic and all of us forgot that she's supposed to be home in 10 minutes. So I started to call that mom from that is texting me right now to tell me if she knows something if the school is ending later because Alexandra is not picking up the phone. So basically, I made the whole, uh, you know, like a situation here. And when I was talking with her, Alexandra came home. And then I had home Alexandra, my ex husband, my mom, and my little baby girl. And thank God that no, not thank God, it would be interesting if my current partner would be that would be like a real, real soap opera, but it was all good. So now I was just returning the favor. I know that this was a quite lame story, but then I think again, I have a quite interesting life. Yes, you do have an interesting life and we can tie
0: it nicely together, I hope, with the theme <laughs> <Can> for, <we? laughs> for today. Can we? Well, you have an interesting personality, so you have to have an interesting life. However, the story of today... Is not interesting but annoying. So, we are going to be talking about annoying stuff, annoying people, and specifically about annoying co workers, mm-hmm. uh, as that's
1: the challenge that we have for today. So, uh, Mm -hmm. just, you know, smooth transition. It is actually quite smooth transition because my mom claims that my ex-husband is extremely annoying and he kind of have similar feelings. I think now they are actually good, but it actually ties up quite nice. You know, I could invite them in uh, if I would be inviting my ex-husbands. Well, actually, I have one. My mom doesn't speak English, but that would be quite interesting. So, there is some annoyance there, but... It actually shows that there are relations everywhere that can be annoying. Yes. yes. So it was a quite nice. You, you smoothly, you did the best with what you were given from me. So our dear, dear
0: listeners, if you have any annoying people in your lives, make sure that you stay tuned mm-hmm. because we, are, we have some good stuff for you on how to work with annoying people. Definitely. And at the same time, I will make another smooth transition into the artist Martha, of the week. There is a, there yeah, is a
1: actually, fly on your glasses. I and I was thinking, like, is it gone? I think it's gone. I was thinking, how can she keep it, keep it so cool when there is like an insect traveling on the glass of her glasses? Artist of the week.
2: Superman Music brings
3: to you. Of the week.
1: Okay, Anna is texting a little bit more. Yes, so just I, I, I'm, I'm finishing that message. I just put a smiley face and I send it. And I always put a smiley face when I am texting. Parents, because sometimes when I do it in a hurry, my autocorrect is doing weird things. One time, I was writing to a woman whose name is Femina, and my autocorrect changed it to Demons. So instead of "Good morning, Femina," I wrote "Good morning, Demons." <laughs> Where can I expect my daughter back from playdate? <laughs> and <Never>. I, and. <laughs> And then I read it and I was so embarrassed. So just in case I make a, a typo or there is an autocorrect, I always put a smiley face just to kind of like, you know, level it down in case of something. My God, my life is really exciting. huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are now, just in case you
0: haven't noticed, we are now in our segment called Artist of the Week. And
1: I think we have a friend of the show being mm-hmm. an artist. Tell us. I'm telling you. I think I will do something different. I will tell Dennis (laughs) (laughs) to play a very special message that the friend of the show recorded for us and then we will play the song and then I will tell you.
3: Hello Anna and hello Marta and hello friends of the show. It's Anthony from Iceland here. You might remember me from previous episodes where I had my problem solved and also did some muttering in an interview about doing your own thing. Um, it's nice to, uh, to send you a little message from Paris, actually. I'm just returning from playing a couple of shows with Isan in Dijon and Limoges, it's very nice. And now I'm standing outside uh, Charles de Gaulle Airport waiting to fly home. So excuse any extra noise in the background. But um, it uh, would be really nice if you could help us out and play the track from our new album, which is actually going to be released on the uh, the day of your show. And it's a track called From 100, and it's from our new record called Lamenting Machine, which will be available in streaming and all the usual places, vinyl, CD, that kind of stuff, um, yeah, on the day of your show. So thanks a lot, um, lots of hugs, and uh, hopefully I will be in back in Denmark really, really soon. See you, bye.
1: just listen to our fantastic artist of the week and for those of you who are watching us on the TV you had witnessed beautiful video uh, created by i don't know whom because i have not prepared that information however you can always read it in the show notes of this episode which e- are always available on um, the5options.com. This is our website. What you can also find there is everything else, plus a very interesting, mysterious, but not dangerous button called Send a Message. We are very, very much into including you, our wonderful audience into our programs. So if you would like to send us a message, please send us a message. We will play it on the radio. Yes, please do
0: so. Mm -hmm. And if you have a challenge with doing that, you can send us uh, this as a challenge, and then we can solve it. uh, (laughs) Solve it. (laughs) We can solve it. Can we (laughs) solve it, Marta? (laughs) Yes, we can. can. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Even agreed. Let's go for the challenge of the week. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. We
1: were supposed to tell. Remember. Anna, tell us about that uh, artist of the week. And I was like, no, Dennis, you will play the message and the song and then I will tell you. So I think we should just give Anthony a proper. Yes, Anthony is a friend of the show. And Anthony actually was featured in, I believe, five episodes altogether. Three episodes was us solving his challenge. What was his name by Dan Marta? Paul a.k.a. Lucifer, or also known as Mind Blowing Lucifer. And then actually, Anthony came to our show a couple of months later, and he told us about his life since we solved his challenge, and we apparently helped him. Remember? Yes, I do. You remember. And now I would like to say that we just uh, we just sniffed around the Spotify where Eisen has played, uh, posted this, uploaded this uh, new single from the upcoming, from the today released uh, LP, and we discovered that Eisen has at least almost half a million plays of one of the songs. So, Anthony, I am super impressed. Apparently, in your niche, you are some sort of a known celebrity, so I am very proud of you. I was not expecting that many plays. Yeah. Well, I thought
0: that that's the fact, because that's how I was introduced to Anthony, that he is uh, uh, this kind of like a niche, uh, that they are very popular in their niche. So I thought it as a fact since we had him on the radio last time. But I'm glad that we had it confirmed mm-hmm. and uh, that we can also measure that
1: in amount of listens yes. on Spotify. That only shows how how few uh, faith I have in Anthony. Uh, sorry, Anthony for that. Uh, yes, I am sorry, but I was quite thrown, uh, thrown out, you know, away with that number. It's a huge number, you know, and it's only Spotify because, of course, you know, they are selling their songs and there are all other means that people can listen. So only Spotify almost half a million per a song. That's quite a lot, right, Denise?
2: Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. So if any of you has
0: enjoyed listening to mm-hmm. that song, please uh, go and find Eisen
1: mm-hmm.
0: and listen to them and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And now let's move to challenge of the week. Yes. Okay, now we are a little bit short on time, I would say. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to have a challenge to give a good solution to that challenge, mm-hmm. because I think it's a very relative
1: mm-hmm. one,
0: okay. relevant, relative, also relative, actually, there but were, very relevant. There one. were
1: relatives at the beginning of the show. So relative, relevant, you know, Both. potato, potato, tomato, tomato, and stop. yes. Let's go with the
0: yes, let's go with the (laughs) The yes, the Marta, the yes, Marta. Yes. Let's go with the challenge. Yes. I have a colleague that I find really annoying. Mm -hmm. She's usually very nice to people, but then she talks behind their back. Recently, I was told she's been gossiping about me, but then she's super nice and sweet when we talk. Also, she likes to feed herself of somebody's misery. She will literally put someone down in front of other colleagues and management to make herself look good. That's a pretty rough challenge, isn't it?
1: And again, yeah. I have to ask, Marta, did you send that challenge about me? I'm sorry. <laughs> do, do you have any
0: management or colleagues <laughs> that you are feeding off other colleagues? Maybe misery? that's why I
1: don't have because I'm the annoying one. No, sometimes when you start to read those challenges, uh, because I know that you are getting a lot of challenges uh, anonymously also from your practice. So sometimes I'm like, hmm. Did she write this one? Is this some kind of a subliminal message? Subliminal, subliminal, (laughs) subliminal. I think we are rocking the show today. (laughs) 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 Yes, we are. We are. But I think everyone is used to the ones that are still listening are hopefully still listening. But it's very interesting that you
0: are finding yourself in some of those uh, challenges because we are actually talking today a little bit also about mirrors. Mm. And mirroring yourself, seeing yourself in different things. So interesting stuff. Interesting. Yeah. So basically,
1: uh, dear, what name should we give you? How about mind blowing Lucifer? <laughs> Lucy. Okay. Lucy. We had Lucy lately, no? Have, did we have Lucy? We waiting? can also make Lucy the second. Okay, Lucy.
0: No, that's not going to be serious <laughs> when I'm solving the challenge. Let's give her a name, Lily. Lily. Okay. Okay. So dear Lily, it's not an easy situation. No. When you are meeting someone that is triggering you so much uh, and why we know that it's triggering, triggering you so much is because of some of the words that you're using, like to write. She likes to feed herself of somebody's misery. Mm -hmm. That's are pretty tough words to use. So Mm -hmm. we can hear that there is a pretty strong trigger. Mm-hmm. in that message. So it's not easy to face someone at work, go to the same office as colleague and meeting that person on everyday life. It's not an easy situation. We can get very triggered. We can get very annoyed. We can even get stressed mm-hmm. with something like that, especially if we don't know what to expect. you write that that person can put uh, someone down in front of other colleagues and management. So that's a pretty stressful situation if you are facing someone like that. So we have a couple of uh, tips for you, mm-hmm. a little process that you can go through for yourself if you would like to change that relationship with that person. The first step is to distance yourself and don't take it personally. And that's a pretty tough thing to do when you are so triggered, but it works wonders. When someone is acting so not nice towards us, we tend to take it very personally. But when we shift our perspective a little bit too, that, this person actually has something internally, something inside of them, some sort of suffering inside of them that makes them behave this way. That can help us a little bit to stop taking it so personally, because That's a pre-assumption that is helping me live a much more happy life. People Mm -hmm. who are happy, they never put anyone down. They never gossip about other people. They just don't have a need to do anything bad towards other people. Mm -hmm. So if someone is doing something like really gossiping, really talking badly about someone behind their back, putting people down. That's just a sign that these people are really, really insecure inside. Mm -hmm. They have that need of showing that they are better than Mm -hmm. others by putting other people down. And that's just a very strong sign of insecurity. Mm -hmm. It's not okay that people do it. It's not about accepting that they do that and making, you know, like being fine with it. But that's about distancing yourself and not taking it personally. In a sense, it's not about you. They are not actually trying to put you down. They are trying to lift themselves up. It's their problem. It's their insecurity that is making them behave this way. So instead of taking it personally, that this is against you, just look at, you know, it's their shit, actually. It's their internal shit that is acting out here. What do you think, guys? Does it make sense? Does it sound all right? That is.
2: So you're saying to just ignore No, no. That's
0: just the first step to distance yourself mm-hmm. a little bit and think, don't take it personally in a way that what she says, what she, how she's behaving is showing who she is. Mm-hmm. It's not showing who you are. It's showing who she is. So don't take it personally in that sense. Mm-hmm. It's not about you, it's about her. You're fine. If you're not reacting to it, if you're not behaving in the same way, you're fine. Okay, so I'll ask you later. Let's walk through the let's walk through the steps. Okay. Then the second step is take responsibility for your emotions. Mm-hmm. So that's a very interesting topic here, and I don't know how to do it very quickly, But the deal is that you can't do anything, about her. You can't control her. You can't make her do anything. What you can do is take responsibility for your own emotions, for your own response mm-hmm. to what she's doing. So if you are taking responsibility, you are. it really helps me always to look at the word responsibility. What does it mean to be responsible? It means to be able to respond. Mm-hmm. So responsibility is your ability to respond. So when we talk about our emotions, we are the only ones who can have the ability to respond. So you can actually work with your own emotions so that what she does does not trigger you so much. Mm -hmm. It requires emotional maturity. It's not an extremely easy thing to do, but that's the second step. The third step is to step into your colleague's shoes. And what we are talking about here is I would actually like to bring a quote. And the quote is before you criticize a man, walk a mile in his shoes. That way, when you do criticize him, you'll be a mile away and have his shoes. (laughs) That's the funny twist on Mm -hmm. that one. That's what Steve Martin said. But the first part of it is usually to be able to understand why the other person is behaving this way mm-hmm. will enrich us. Because th- in that sense, when we are starting to understand that this person is a person with insecurities, that this person is feeling really bad internally, that this person has gone through some stuff, maybe it's lacking confidence and so on, we can simply be more compassionate towards that person. And that brings us uh, into a very important point, which is looking for the lessons learned. Because when we are able to be compassionate towards someone, um, we can start seeing this person from a completely different perspective and we can start seeing, "Okay, if that person is triggering me so much, if that person is making me, um, making me respond so strongly emotionally. And I'm starting to see that person in another light that maybe that person is actually suffering. I can start being grateful to that person for the lessons that I have learned. First of all, I have been able to see the person from different perspectives. I have been able to um, take care of my emotions. I have been able to grow in that relationship. So look for any lessons that you have learned through that perspective, mm-hmm. uh, of collaborating or facing that situation and then resolve this conflict internally or with the person. And here that's where compassion really kicks in. Once we can feel compassion to that person, once we can see that person as not a mean bitch who's trying to hurt me, but as a person that is actually suffering mm-hmm. and is acting out, playing out, out of some misery out of some unresolved issues and show that person a compassion, we are actually disarming that person very often because compassion is something, it it has an amazing power. And when these kind of people who are behaving in a not nice way are actually met with compassion, it often disarms them. Like literally when they are met with compassion, with understanding, they stop doing these kind of things. Then they suddenly open up they start saying what it is <laughs> that is on their heart and why they have been behaving in such a way. So that would be the part where you could potentially be resolving that uh, uh, that situation with that person, or you could actually resolve that thing internally. Mm-hmm. There are tools that I'm using with my clients that I'm helping them resolve these kind of issues with people as an, as their internal journey And those people, because you change internally, because you distance yourself, because you take responsibility for your emotions, because you have compassion, because you set the boundaries and so on, you are actually able to solve that kind of very strong conflicts with someone else, even without ever talking to them. And that's amazing. That's really, really powerful to be able to do something like that. Okay. So that was the process that mm-hmm. I have prepared. Now that you know what it is that, we, that I have prepared, I'm very curious about your comments. So the last one, one was to set the clear boundaries, yes? The last one was to resolve the conflict internally or mm-hmm. with the person. And when you are doing this, one of the things, of course, you know, now I'm speeding through the yeah. process. One of the things could be setting the boundaries, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Dennis, back to you.
2: It, uh, my first thought is it all sounds really good. It all sounds really nice in a one-to-one situation, but it's, it's in a workplace. So mm-hmm. let's assume there are 20 colleagues. Is it really going to stop that one person goes through this process, process with herself? Because, I mean, the guy doing that might just be an asshole. And mm-hmm. so we'll just move on to the next and feed the loop constantly. So... It, it it all sounds really well, and I would like for it to be the absolute truth, but it's, it is a workplace environment with a lot of people whose energy that he can feed off mm-hmm. or her, she can feed off, whoever he or she is that's being a, a terrible coworker.
0: Yeah. So there is, of course, like there is a multitude of other options, Mm -hmm. like depending on what kind of organization you're working at, depending what kind of leader do you have. Mm -hmm. If you have a really great leader that you could turn to and talk about it that could help taking a conversation with that person you if you have a good um, human resources um, department that can mm-hmm. help you know managing this kind of situations or ethical line if the person is really out of line <laughs> mm-hmm. because you know what is that feeding of the misery you know right so mm-hmm. of course when we are talking about many people of course there is something that you can do more about it because going through your own journey So that you can uh, work through yourself so that you are no longer uh, triggered by that person. Therefore, that person has nothing to feed off you and leaves you alone in peace. That's one thing. But of course, another thing is resolving that conflict using management, leadership, human resources, your own skills. If you have yourself great, but to face this kind of person and have this conversation, you have to have amazing communication skills. Mm -hmm. to be able to do it in a way that it can actually change something instead of trigger that person even more.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, I agree, because that person will then leave you and then move on to feed Mm -hmm. off another person.
1: Yeah, that 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 is exactly what I was thinking. Thank you, Denise, that, you know, it's uh, way more complicated, because I, I think that when you have the dynamic one on one, those kind of exercises, they can be a life changer, game changer. You know, you can really distance yourself and, and do all this inner work. But if you have a group of people, you have so many more interactions, right? So, and from what the description tells, it looks like the person is not picking up on Lily precisely. It's that she is yes, she being is. an asshole all over the place. Well, she wrote both Yes, she wrote both. So, so basically then, you know, I I can resolve it internally and then the woman have no access to me emotionally, Uh, but there are other people left and, you know, and then there are actually, you know, because I was thinking, yeah, I, I I think I'm very straightforward country today because I even wear country. I was like, uh, put that bitch down, you know, it's like, what the fuck? I'm sorry for this language, and I know that this is not Mahatma Gandhi speaking out of me. it's the it's the it's the country girl speaking out of me. But what really, and we will talk about mirroring, what really drives my nuts is that when it's when there is someone who is spoiling an atmosphere, Uh, In a group and actually hurting others because I'm quite good at disconnecting myself from these situations. I wouldn't say I am uh, that um, evolved to to, to resolve this conflict internally, but I would probably just shut myself down to her. But what really drives my nuts is when a person like this in a group is preying on other people and I am witnessing this because then my little, let's call it country uh, and Western girl is waking up and I really want to stop it so others are not being harmed. So um, I think that this is, uh, I would actually love a follow up, you know, I would love Lily to write to us or contact us, you know, how this worked for her and what happened In the group dynamic, because I also think that there is a ripple effect sometimes when one person resolves it like this and maybe Lily doesn't even have to share how she did it, but then her energy or her new mindset can somehow even subconsciously influence people in the group and people can automatically also distance themselves and and do it. Because in the end of the day, if you don't react in a way that this person wants, you are not giving her power over yourself anymore. Basically, if someone wants to piss you off and you are like a freaking stone, there is no power. You have no access to me. You know, it's like get off. And uh, I really wonder if if the ripple effect would actually be here. But, you know, we, we don't we know only that much. I would love a follow up on this one. I would love a follow up on this one as well. So hopefully we will hear from Lily. Mm -hmm. and we
0: can take it up because of course it's a complex problem something like that we would have been solving for one hour in the past Mm -hmm. right now we are just skimming through uh, Mm -hmm. those steps however it is possible for yourself to do it as an Mm -hmm. internal job that's one thing because not everyone is confrontational not everyone is ready to go out there fight for it involve other people that's Mm -hmm. not a solution for everyone there are people for whom it's a solution and then it's possible to do it very often when When you uh, confront this kind of person in a conflicting way in front of other people, this will play out even worse because it will make that person feeling even worse about herself Mm -hmm. when it will be done uh, in other people. So she'll be more prone to find yet another victim, (laughs) you know, so you have to be really smart about how you approach this kind of situations. They are not easy to resolve unless you have really great leaders really Mm -hmm. know how to approach this kind of situation however we are very much now needing to move to the next uh, part of our show
1: say what it's bullshit it's bullshit of the week Bullshit.
0: Yep. Yes. So luckily, I took that part already quite a lot in the challenge. So we will not have to spend a long time here. Mm -hmm. Because the bullshit uh, that I brought is that if someone is really annoying, and they are not open to a dialogue, there is nothing you can do to change it. So if you meet a, that kind of person like we've had in a challenge that is really, really mm-hmm. triggering you up and that person is not open to any dialogue, any resolution about it, they are just shut off. There is nothing you can do about it.
1: Well, I, I have at least five ideas only based on Game of Thrones. What oh. to do with a person oh. like okay. this. <laughs> so, guys, bullshit or Truth. Uh, bullshit Uh, of course aside of the obvious joke I just given to you that you of course someone doesn't want to communicate you will do other things to make them communicate or uh, basically to change their behavior. Because, of course, we could go like, you know, you can go to manager, to HR in that specifically this challenge and basically try to get the person, you know, somehow reprimanded or whatsoever. But there is um, definitely, I believe that um, you can resolve those conflicts internally. I agree with you, Marta. And they somehow, when you resolve it internally, they are uh, resolving externally. So uh, even if the person doesn't want to communicate with you, uh, you can do some things. And I read about it and we discussed even about this back in the past that uh, somehow you can uh, you can resolve something internally and and that person actually uh, changes. I don't know. I, I know we don't have time. Maybe we'll have time for it. Uh, on a different show, maybe we'll make a special out of it. But uh, it's a technique that uh, involves a lot of uh, mm, inner work, but also like trying to put yourself in the other person's shoes. And somehow, no, it will be too much out there. I will, I will not. But do you know what I mean? I know what you mean exactly. Mm -hmm. And I also in the
0: past thought it's like a lot of inner work and so on, Mm -hmm. until I have learned a tool that helps to do it in one hour. You can actually do it in one hour. I have tried it first for myself. Mm -hmm. I have asked uh, someone, I have asked a coach to do it for me Mm -hmm. and resolved a a conflict or the complete misunderstanding and the trigger I had towards someone Mm -hmm. else. And really in one session, really, really in one session, of Mm -hmm. course, I cannot, say with 100% Mm -hmm. uh, certainty that you can always do it in just one session. But so far with all the clients I have tried to do it with, for everyone one session was enough. They were able to resolve these kind of conflicts Mm -hmm. and really see the change of a behavior in a person after one session. So there are some techniques that can really Mm -hmm. speed up that uh, inner work.
1: Also, Okay. Do they include witchcraft flying on a broom in a moonlight? No. Nope. Some kind of a suspicious mushrooms or teas that are illegal in several countries? Well, if you are very curious, you are very
0: welcome to sign up for a session with me (laughs) and I can demonstrate it on you. And that's the same for all our listeners. If you have anyone really annoying in your life and you don't want to be annoyed anymore and you are not ready to face that person, Mm-hmm. you want to resolve it internally get in contact with Marta at Reach More, reachfarmore.com that's where you can find me you can also of course find me through the five options uh, I'm also available through there however right now I would like us to move on to the next section
3: a super wise
0: wisdom of the week Yes, <laughs> yes, Marta <laughs> is coming back. Yes, the yes girl. Yeah. So for the wisdom, I'm bringing um, a sentence <laughs> Wow. as the first thing. Yeah, as the first thing, as the first thing. Yes. So you can dish. learn a lot about yourself from the people that annoy you and get free through your own inner work. So that's kind of like the flip coin uh, to a large degree to the bullshit that Mm -hmm. we have already had. And that's something that is uh, sometimes called mirroring, spiritual mirroring. I have um, met that concept with the first coach that Mm -hmm. I uh, was working with and I found it very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. I really like this concept. Then uh, I found it on this more like spiritual level Mm -hmm. and. I think this can sometimes be, depending on if you are a very spiritual person or not that much, it can be a little bit discouraging when you hear the spiritual word, not everyone likes that word that much. So let's break it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit uh, of a quote, which I think can be helpful here. So I found it as at a blog that is called growth of a lotus flower. So that comes from growth of a Mm -hmm. When we want to look at ourselves, we have to use a mirror to gain a reflection of self in order to see our outer image. From a perspective, we wouldn't be able to see if a mirror wasn't available to us. Sometimes when we look in the mirror, we critique our appearance because our reflection offers us the opportunity to change what we see if we deem that necessary. But how can we view ourselves beyond a physical level? How can we see inside ourselves? What mirror reflects the part of us that highlights on our triggers, reactions, our patterns, our yearnings, our unhealed wounds, our unconscious thoughts or our deepest beliefs. So we are more aware of what needs to be changed within ourselves. So I liked it a lot because it brings that relevant uh, analogy to our physical appearance and the mirror. Mm -hmm. And um, I would like to bring another uh, quote this time from www.learningreligions.com, which says, People whose personalities and actions tend to push our buttons the most are generally our greatest teachers. These individuals serve us as our mirrors and teach us what needs to be revealed about ourselves. Seeing what we don't like in others helps us look deeper inside ourselves for similar traits and challenges that need healing, balancing or changing. Mm -hmm. And I love this approach. Since I have met this kind of approach, I have not yet found a person that was annoying, that was triggering me up, that I disliked something about, that I could not find an internal trigger. Okay. Every time when I allowed some time, because it's not always obvious, every time I allow some time, some inner work, I always find out an unresolved issue within myself. And I find it as the greatest possibility for growth. I have not had any other personal growth so deep like I have had with looking every time someone annoys me, I don't like something about someone and try to find what it is within me that needs to be resolved, resolving it and moving on. Now, I'm curious of your uh, perspectives. Dennis, what do you think about it?
2: I would love it to be true. But sometimes I just find people annoying because what they're doing is careless and thoughtless. And it's not because there's, I don't think there's an issue inside me when I'm annoyed that people leave food on the table. When, so I have to clean it up in order to prepare my own food. That's just super annoying.
1: Okay, I already see it, but that's okay. <laughs> well, if Marta would pick your brain, then definitely she would find uh, what what is that you are mirroring. We had this discussion, my dear, we did. And as I believe that uh, many things, most of things that annoy us in other people are actually mirroring something in us. I do believe in that, but I don't believe that this is 100% all the cases. I sometimes believe that people are assholes. I I know this is the shortest one. Uh, um, I would say if I would, uh, however, I will agree 100% with something. And if I am today a country girl, imagine I took some magic mushrooms or I'm sitting on a (laughs) lotus right now because I will say something kind of out there, which I believe it's totally true in a book that I actually gave you, Marta, for your birthday. Uh, which is monology, Uh, an author, Jasmine Boland, wrote something like this, you know, whoever you meet on your road uh, and is annoying you or upsets you, it's your teacher. It may not be the mirror, but is a teacher nevertheless. So that uh, guy that broke your heart is a teacher. That annoying classmate is a teacher. Um, I don't know, a co-worker is a teacher. So not necessarily a mirror, but a teacher, someone who is supposed to teach you something. And she claims that we make contracts before we come here of the lessons that we want to learn in this lifetime. Of course, this will be controversial for those of you who are, for instance, Catholics and believe in one life, heaven, hell, and, you know, uh, this kind of uh, setup. There are some people who believe that we are reincarnating or just we are continuously on this life journey we're coming back to learn more things and if you're one of that persons then i would say it makes a lot of sense you know if i'm coming i actually like the computer game approach you know i'm starting as a default player i have i don't know one hundred thousand players to choose from i'm choosing this one with specific lessons with specific skills and i'm going to play the game hoping to win or learn something from it and everyone i meet is somehow um Scheduled in my life to be encountered so I can have a lesson from that encounter. So I, 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 in that I believe 100%. Is my answer satisfying you, Marta?
0: It's very much satisfying me. And I (laughs) wanted to give a remark that Mm -hmm. the fact that someone is mirroring something inside of us or is teaching us something Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that we need to keep those people in our lives. Mm -hmm. Because if those people are really annoying and are really bringing our energy down, we don't need to be friends with them. We don't need to keep them in our lives whatsoever. It is just interesting to have an approach when something like that happens to simply reflect on yourself and see if there is something that I can learn from this situation. Is there something unhealed inside of me? Is there something that I have been missing in my life? Is, mm-hmm. the, is there something that I have had too much in my life? Mm-hmm. So it's just a simple possibility. It's I believe it's a great gift. That you can look into yourself, but you don't need to stay friends with those people. Totally you can agree. Talk to yeah. those people.
2: To- totally agree. But
0: yeah, yeah, and you can, you know, you can set your boundaries. Still, like if you have someone that is not cleaning,
2: and yeah, you, and then sometimes some people are just assholes, and and you don't need them in your life.
0: Yeah. yeah, there are those theories that say that when you have done your inner work, you will not even find them as assholes. They will not have any impact on you. Yeah. yeah. So that's an interesting theory. And I just want to say that this kind of theories, what I love about them is that they give you a new perspective. Mm-hmm. They trigger you in this positive way mm-hmm. for finding new ways of looking at things. Yeah. I don't believe that any theory is 100% and always true.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's about, you know, it, it serves some sort, sort of a gift that you can use or not use. Mm-hmm. You are free. You have a free will choice. And then you can do something about it.
1: Yeah, and I I completely agree with what you, Marta, said. This does not mean that you have to uh, have assholes in your life because those are your teachers. It is okay to say no to that shit boyfriend you have for five years or that awful girlfriend or whatever. This is not an excuse for all of you to ah oh, that's my teacher, so I will continue. No, no, mm. no, 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 no. That's your teacher. Take your lessons. Leave the relationship and move on. I found that to be extremely valuable in my life. Yeah. Well, you can.
0: You always have to see your own individual situation because it could be that you resolve like we've we've talked about it. It Mm -hmm. could be that you resolve something inside of you and that person changes automatically. I have seen amazing situations like that. Mm -hmm. Amazing situations like an example of one of the clients I was working with uh, had a very uh, bad relationship with her parent. Mm -hmm. They had no relationship. They were not talking to each other at all. Mm-hmm. And she resolved her internal issues and the parent has called her the next day. 15 years not calling, ignoring, you know, not having that relationship. So sometimes it's really amazing how people can change automatically because some there is some sort of energy shift. Mm-hmm. So always, you know, look at your situation individually, but definitely it's perfectly fine to live a relationship to leave a um, situation and so on. I'm just thinking how you do it when it's your children that are your. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest teachers. And that's a topic <laughs> for the uh, uh, blah, and Sometimes another episode. Sometimes
2: children's are assholes. Uh
1: yeah. yeah. You can't leave them that easily if you're their parent. Mm. Yeah. So As we remember, Marta was, you know, like uh, uh giving orders to a dog to kill a chicken. I don't know a duck. I don't know, Marta, how it, would, how it, easy it
0: would be to raise you. It gives me a new perspective on uh, what my children are teaching <laughs> me now <laughs> and that there might be some karma in here. <laughs> okay. Oopsie. Let's 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 go for the left
1: field from the left field. Okay,
0: so we've had quite a lot of like deeply annoying things and quite strong triggers. Mm -hmm. Now let's lighten up the mood a little bit. And Mm -hmm. now let's talk about the 10 most annoying things in life. Apparently, that there is a website that is called thetop10s.com. Oh, yes.
1: There is a channel on YouTube that is called Top 10s.
0: Yes. So, uh, I haven't found the YouTube channel. I have found the website. And since we are talking about annoying stuff, I thought that we can find what are the top 10 most annoying things in life. Uh And... I want to find like from I would like you to comment on each of them and say if you agree that they are so Mm -hmm. annoying. So number one is the top number one most annoying thing in life is mosquitoes.
2: Mm. The tiny Swedish, I don't know what they call in English, uh, Mm knots that can crawl through the mosquito nets. Those I hate more.
1: Oh, la la. I uh, find all insects that are flying around annoying. So, but I I would say mosquitoes. Yes. Mosquitoes. Yes. But flies also, you know, when they want to sit on you all the time and you said to that fly one million times, go away. And the flies keep on on coming back. And then you question your personal hygiene. That is annoying. Yes, it is. Okay,
0: Number two, that that's going to be interesting. Yeah. People who smoke around you are annoying. Yes, that's the second most
1: annoying thing in the world. People who smoke around you. I don't find this uh, problematic for me as a smoker.
2: (laughs) Depends on the situation.
1: Yeah. Okay, so here in the studio, I, I
0: also used to smoke and majority of uh, my friends uh, have been smokers. I'm so used to
1: it, so I don't find it so annoying. I will strike something back. Uh, what I find annoying is everyone coming to you and telling you you know you should quit smoking. That's annoying. Okay, that's Thank annoying. You. Thank you for that input. You should send it to thetop10s.com. Because no one comes to you and say you should stop eating pizza or, you know, putting so much sugar in you. No one says that. Yeah, but they do. You, they do?
2: Yeah, there are websites about exactly that.
1: Times are changing. Okay. Pizza eaters, you are now together in one boat with the smokers. Pizza eaters? they they That has so much sugar?
0: No, not, not no, pizza th- eaters
2: th- per se, sh- but… Carbohydrates. Uh, yeah. People okay. who are overweight. Okay. They like smokers must endure being told that you should eat less, you shouldn't take that definitely.
1: We all enjoy that when we are already doing something. But you would not come to a person, you know, uh, and say that in their face yet, but you would uh, come to a smoker who is not smoking around you. I had this situation since forever, you know, like I am somewhere with some people and we are, I'm not smoking, we are in a building. By the way, why do you smoke? You know, you should quit. You know how unhealthy it is. It's not like I'm standing and blowing smoke in their nose. It's just that kind of like, you know, I can tell you because that's accepted that I can tell you. you yep.
2: know. Overweight people hear that too. Really? Yes.
0: That's okay. I have a suggestion. Send it to <laughs> the top
2: 10s.com. You should exercise more. You
0: should Number three. Yep. People who walk really slow in front of you. Oh, Jesus, those are the worst. I hate
2: them. I hate them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we agree. Okay. Number four, and that's interesting. I found it hilarious. I was laughing a lot. Justin Bieber. (laughs) The most annoying things in life. And there is a name. How mean is that? That's mean. mean. That's mean.
2: I think I have a filter. He, he, he does nothing for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. So you have, a, me. You, you have resolved
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: your inner conflict. I, I
2: <laughs> really adjusting. do not care about him.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: Number five is much more serious. Yeah. Bullies. I think they are not only annoying; they are pissing me off badly. Yeah. That yeah. actually makes me angry, not annoyed. Not annoyed, I would say. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Th- the next one is even more
1: mm-hmm. uh, heavy. Gun. Oh gun. Terrorists. I oh, uh, uh, would say that's so annoying. Uh, and not because terrorists are cool, but because the word is used now so freely describing everything and is weaponized to, to b- create fear. And media are using this word for everything that I actually find it. And un- I find the usage of a word terrorist annoying. Oh. I agree. Okay. And th-
2: yep. they shouldn't be on a list of annoying things because yeah. they're like too heavy, war, done. annoying. Yeah. 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 yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Okay. The next one maybe fits more: mm. screaming babies.
1: Mm.
2: In trains on planes, I fucking hate them.
1: I am sorry, Denise, uh, upfront if we will ever travel <laughs> in one plane. Uh, I don't find it annoying. And I think I find it heartbreaking. And I think it's because I became a mother first time when I was very young. And I realized that babies just cry and sometimes there is nothing you can do. So after my daughter stopped crying, uh, when I look at the mothers or fathers with screaming babies, I feel compassion. I'm not annoyed. Okay. So heavy empathy here turned
0: yeah. on number eight that one I must say that's my and I'm wondering what is it mirroring in me mm-hmm. slow internet connection
1: annoying thing of
2: the past
0: yep yes number nine rap
2: rap music
0: that's not annoying
2: yeah,
0: yeah. not for me either and the last one advertisements go most to hell. obvious go to hell yeah yeah I would say annoying Thank you, guys. Is that all? Bye-bye. You are listening to You've Got 5 Options radio show, where we hopefully convinced you that 5 indeed is a magic number.
1: To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like, visit our website the5options.com
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will come for more.
1: That's all, folks!